The Miami Dolphins have to wait an extra day before taking the field in Week 14, so we are taking advantage of our extra time to go over your Week 14 rooting guide. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our everydayers because it is your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by DoorDash. I just placed my own DoorDash order from the Green Turtle, which is right up the street from me here. I love their wings. They got a bunch of different flavors. I got a variety pack coming my way. Should be here before the show is over, so big thank you to DoorDash for lunch for me today. Place your order today using promo code LOCK23. Stay tuned later in this episode to hear more about our friends over at DoorDash. Dolphins playing on Monday Night Football. We had a Thursday night football game last night, and it has some playoff field implications that we'll get into a little bit. But I think the first place that you have to start, we're we're talking about everybody else today because the Dolphins themselves as the football team have to be focused on nothing but themselves and the Tennessee Titans this week. We're fans. We got an extra 24 hours. We got about an extra 30 hours to wait before the Dolphins take the field versus what they would otherwise in playing the Tennessee Titans, Monday Night Football Showcase for the Dolphins. And um, for me, I think this is where um, you can really get into some fascinating playoff scenarios and discussion points and, and uh, opinions for what awaits the Dolphins. Right. So we're, we're looking at this knowing full well that the predictability of all of this is, is uh, impossible to know. You know, there's the chaos of a playoff race that has the five seed and the 11 seed separated by a game with five games left to play this season. There's an insane amount of teams in the race for three playoff spots. You're going to have more than half of that collection of teams is going to miss the playoffs, and they're all 500 or better right now in the AFC. Now, in years past, the Dolphins have been in that group. It's kind of cool to not be. <laughs> the Dolphins right now sitting somewhere, depending on where you look, around 97, 98 percentile of making the playoffs. They also have about a 95 percent chance in most places that you look to win the AFC East. Uh, of course, the easiest pathway for that to happen for Miami is for the Bills to lose one game and the Dolphins to win two the rest of the way. Wherever that would come, that would be your clinching scenario uh, for the Miami Dolphins because two wins puts them at 11. One loss for the Bills puts them at seven. I'm not a math guy, but I could say if there's 17 games and you got seven losses, you ain't getting 11 wins. So... That's obviously first and foremost front and center for the Dolphins. They themselves have to be focused on Monday Night Football. I'm not suiting up, and neither are you. Well, maybe some of you are, which thanks for joining us if you are. But this Week 14 slate was kicked off with a Pittsburgh Steelers loss to the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots still sitting 16th in the AFC Conference standings. I do think by the time it is all said and done, they have a pretty decent chance of catching the Jets for third place. If the Jets lose out, the Patriots would play them again week 18 and, and potentially beat them to sweep them, and they'd have the same record. And I mean, the Jets finished in last place again. Uh, death and taxes, I digress. Pittsburgh losing um, kind of creates this, this sense of chaos because Pittsburgh, not that long ago, 
was coming off a winning at Cincinnati and had home games against the bottom tier teams in each respective conference. And they were seven and four. And if you were hoping to see mass chaos, and if you were hoping to see um, the softest possible playoff field that you could for the Miami Dolphins, you wanted to see Pittsburgh in. Just being honest. Offensively, they're they're a disaster. And they were a disaster before Mitchell Trubisky went out there and lost his mind against New England last night. But they've lost at home to Arizona and New England. That they, they potentially could have been nine and four right now, which puts them nipping on the heels of the Baltimore Ravens for first place in this division. Never mind a front row center. Uh, game and a half lead in the for the five seed in the AFC wildcard standings, which would have created even more of this crazy logjam. So I have my handy dandy notebook here of, of all of these teams and the games that they play against each other. So the games, the other games that are taking place this weekend for you as a Dolphins fan. Jacksonville at Cleveland matters for you. Houston versus New York Jets matters for you. Indianapolis versus the Bengals matters for you. Buffalo at Kansas City really matters for you. Denver versus the LA Chargers, probably, if we're being honest, the least impactful game in the AFC slate. Then you have the Dolphins themselves playing on Monday night, and then two interconference matchups, the Raiders against the Vikings, which is, I would argue, the least impactful game. Uh out of any game on the slate for the Dolphins, and then Baltimore hosting the LA Rams. The other divisional uh, leaders is obvious. You want Baltimore to lose. You want Kansas City to lose. You want Jacksonville to lose because you want the Dolphins, who are currently at 9-3, and three, with a chance to move to 10-3, and three, to have as much wiggle room as possible in the AFC Conference standings before the rubber really meets the road in the final three games. The games against Dallas, Baltimore, in Baltimore, and against the Buffalo Bills. But there's a game here that makes this very complicated. And you could spin it as, well, it's a win-win scenario. I firmly feel one kind of way about this game, and it's Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, the, the Dolphins currently have a half a game lead on the Kansas City Chiefs for the one seed. Uh, Kansas City currently sitting as a three seed because they are eight and four. They beat Jacksonville head-to-head as the other divisional leader. Baltimore also at nine and three. You, of course, have a head-to-head coming against Baltimore. So if you just... Take, if you run the table, you're going to be the one seed no matter what. But when I look at what I want to root for this weekend, I'm looking at the optics of the AFC playoff field in its totality. And I have a pretty strong opinion. And we'll talk about that next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Stick with us. I already teed it up, but uh, I just had the... Uh, the motion sensor out front go off, so, so my DoorDash order is indeed here. And all the good things to those who wait, so we're going to make sure we stay here and finish this conversation. But if you are looking for local restaurants, local retail, local groceries to help you with the convenience of your day-to-day life to make sure that you don't skip a beat, but you're able to get the meal that you need, the meal that you crave, or the groceries you need throughout the course of the week, DoorDash has you covered. So whether you're getting ready for your kickoff of a tailgate, if you're home gating, if you're getting an actual tailgate together to go sit in Hard Rock Stadium on Monday afternoon, let me know if you are because I'm going to. So I hope to see you there. 
uh, you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you enter when you enter code LOCK23, spending $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. Subject to change and terms do apply. So this Kansas City-Buffalo game. Um, I'm personally rooting for the Chiefs. And I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong if you want to root for the Bills. And I understand it, right? You, you want to have the wiggle room at the top of the conference, all that jazz. But if I'm looking at the, the one seed versus the playoff field, here's what's really interesting about the playoff field. Okay, you have all your divisional leaders right now. You have the Miami Dolphins, you have the Baltimore Ravens, you have the Kansas City Chiefs, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you pointed to the five, if you, you if you asked who the best quarterbacks available in this conference were right here and right now, all four of those guys are in that top conversation. There is really only two other guys that I think would belong in that conversation that if you're like, how do we get the best quarterbacks that are still healthy, available, and able to play? And knowing Trevor Lawrence has a high angle sprain, I'm worried that. Josh Allen and C.J. Stroud are the other two. If the playoffs started today, Houston's the seven and Buffalo is out. Buffalo's the 11 seed in the AFC right now. So if I'm looking at the entirety of the conference, never mind Buffalo's past success against the Dolphins, and never mind Josh Allen's individual success against the Dolphins, where he has, I think, 15 more touchdowns against Miami than he has against any other team in the league. You want to have as soft of a field as you possibly can. So if I know the Dolphins control their own fate for their seeding, the one thing that they don't really control is who else gets in. Kansas City can help you here. Because the Bills have zero margin for error at 6-6. Six and six. What I can tell you is a lot of these teams in this gaggle of, of AFC playoff contenders and wildcard contenders are going to play each other. Cleveland plays the Texans and the Bengals. The Colts play the Bengals and the Steelers and the Texans. The Texans play the Browns and the Colts. The Steelers play the Colts and the Bengals. Denver don't play anybody at 6-6. Six and six. Cincinnati plays Indy, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland, and Buffalo plays nobody. Buffalo's got a hard game this week. Buffalo's got a hard game next week against Dallas. That one's at home. Dallas, like Miami, has not traveled particularly well this season. Now, Miami, of course, has a head-to-head against the Bills in Week 18. Who knows what that one's going to look like? But if you told me, Kansas City, if there are six wins to be divided amongst all of these teams in this field, and some of these, most of these teams are sitting at seven wins, if, if you find a few teams that are able to get hot and take care of business amidst themselves, I look at potentially Houston. They play Cleveland and Indianapolis. They have two games against the Titans. They do have a good quarterback in C.J. Stroud. He is a rookie. They did lose Tank Dell for a, a season-ending injury, for a leg injury. This was super unfortunate. Their offensive line's a little banged up. They can move the ball, playing good defense. That's a team that I could see them commanding some of these, these wins and losses. Cincinnati and Denver both have head-to-heads against the Bills. So for me, my reason for rooting for Buffalo to lose this weekend is because I want the rest of the quarterback field 
in the AFC playoffs to be as soft as possible. And I understand Buffalo's really banged up on defense. But Buffalo, as you saw, they took Philly to the limit last week, or the, their, their last game before they had their bye week. Now they're dealing with their own bevy of distractions right now between the Sean McDermott hit piece that came out from Ty Dunn, which he's on Thursday, the week of playing Kansas City, apologizing for comments he made in 2019, which uh, obviously were highly insensitive and, and not appropriate. Von Miller uh, has an off-the-field altercation with horrible allegations uh, against him. And that's not nothing definitive there right now. It sounds like he may play against the Chiefs. But they had a rough two weeks. And this was supposed to be the buy to get yourselves collected for the push. Buffalo is also a team that the last few years, they floated around 500 and ran the table late. If you told me that the Bills beat the Chiefs, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Cowboys at home. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Chargers. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Patriots. And that just leaves Week 18 against Miami. So for me, personally, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Because I know Miami, if they take care of their own business, they'll obviously be the one seed. They'd win the division no matter what. But you remove that other elite quarterback from the playoff picture if you can dig a big enough hole. And with a loss against Kansas City and the rest of the wins that have to get shared against the rest of the AFC play wildcard contenders, I think it would be enough. Two, they're done, for sure. They don't have the conference wins. They need to go minimum four and one. So I want that, I want that team put in the pressure cooker. As far as uh, Jacksonville and Cleveland, this would be a game, again, if we're rooting for the questionable quarterbacks and teams to get into the field, Trevor Lawrence is banged up, Cleveland's at home, Joe Flacco's the starting quarterback. You're certainly rooting for the Cleveland Browns to move their record to eight and five because that puts them one win away from a winning record. And again, puts that, I think your magic number's 10. There's probably going to be a 10 win team that gets out. But if everybody's got 10, you know who's not going to get in? The Bills because of their conference record. Texans and Jets. We certainly want to see the Jets. They're moving back to Zach Wilson. The Jets are coming to town next week. You want a hard-fought uh, physical matchup with the Texans. Uh, you, you certainly want the Texans to soften that up. And, and from the, the perspective of getting this playoff seating with a rookie quarterback and an inexperienced team and a first-year head coach, you're pulling for the, the uh, Houston Texans, although it is worth acknowledging if the Texans win and the Jaguars lose, they drop into a tie in the uh, AFC South standings. And Indianapolis is lurking at 7-5. and five. And they play the, the Bengals, which I think is a game where I would be rooting for the Bengals over the Colts. That would drop the Colts to 7-6. and six. It would move the Bengals to 7-6. and six. Uh, Obviously, the Bengals with um, Jake Browning had an outstanding performance last week on Monday Night Football. I don't know that that's going to be sustainable for them. And then Gardner Minshew. Uh, you'd welcome either one of those teams. If, if the objective is as soft of a quarterback collection in the playoffs, you'd welcome either one of those teams uh, to make the cut. And Cincinnati also, you know, with an eye towards the other elite quarterback that's on the outside looking in, they've got a head-to-head -head win over the Bills. So I'm rooting for the Bengals in that contest. 
Uh, you have Broncos, Chargers. Miami owns head-to-head wins events against both teams. Both teams are five and seven, or excuse me, the Broncos are six and six. The uh, Chargers are five and seven. You look at what Denver has the rest of the way after the Chargers game. They're at Detroit, New England, Chargers again, and Raiders. AFC South's just going to beat up on each other. Uh, the Chargers after this game still have games against the Bills, the Broncos. Again, the Raiders on the road on a short week, and then Kansas City. So I think from a um, likelihood of chaos of the conference, you know, Denver sitting at six and six, probably getting this win helps further stuff that box with as many teams as possible. Uh, where I just don't, I don't see the Chargers running the table at all. Denver's going to have a hard time, but if they could drop the Detroit game and they could win home against New England, home against the Chargers. On the road against the Raiders, if they win this weekend and get to ten wins, so I'm rooting for the Broncos. That's obviously a team that the Dolphins had a lot of success against the first time that they played this season. So uh, I'd be rooting for the Broncos to win that matchup. Rooting for the Rams over the Baltimore Ravens, uh, hoping to see Baltimore drop a game. It's also worth acknowledging Baltimore's schedule the rest of the way. I don't know how much it's been talked about. But there's some dynamics with this schedule, and, and Baltimore had a bye last week. They're coming out of the bye where uh, this may break in an advantageous way for Miami. And, and we will talk about that next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. We may be waiting for the Dolphins to get in on the action in week 14, but there's no reason for you to wait for the action. You should sign up for some prize picks action, the daily fantasy sports experience done right. Prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it is you against the house, not you against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more or less on two to six player stat projections. And if you can correctly hit all of your selections, you can win up to 25 times your money with your prize pick selection. They have Apple Pay, so you can constantly stay in the game. They have an endless supply of sports with an endless supply of statistics and player statistic more or less options for you to choose from. You can go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for first pause match of up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for first pause match of up to $100. So everybody looks at Miami's strength to schedule the rest of the way. And of course, they've got four win teams the next two weeks. And you don't want to boil it down. The Dolphins themselves should not boil it down to that. They should be focused on Tennessee. Can't state that enough because I know I'm going to get a comment in the YouTube section that's going to say, hey, you know, just one week at a time. You're right. But I ain't in the team meetings. So an extra day of programming is a great opportunity to zoom out. And look at Baltimore's schedule as an example. So they're, they're, the Rams uh, are their next opponent. They are 6-6. Six and six. And they're on a little bit of a heater. They've won three in a row coming out of the bye. They've climbed back to 500. They also finish with Commanders, Saints at home on short week, New York Giants, their next three games after this one. Rams should feel no reason why they can't push for 10 wins. But you got to have this one or you got to have week 18 home against San Francisco. Maybe they have it wrapped up, they sit. And nine might get you in in the NFC anyway. Rams are capable of scoring some points. They got a scrappy defense. Lamar Jackson missed practice the other day with an illness. Who knows? 
don't feel good about it if I'm rooting for the Ravens. But what I do feel good about is the two weeks after that leading up to the Week 17 matchup against Miami. They're in Jacksonville next week. Does Trevor Lawrence not play this week and dress next week? He's like he's practiced after the high ankle sprain he suffered against Cincinnati. And that Jaguars loss was, was a really, really uh, tough one for Jacksonville and their, their aspirations because they've already lost to Kansas City, and now they're getting ready to play Baltimore. Is Trevor going to be 100%? If Jacksonville loses, it, it may knock them full way out of competition for anything more than the four seat, assuming they win the South and the other teams don't get high. So Baltimore goes on the road to play a divisional leader in Jacksonville. And then the following week, they're on the West Coast on Monday night football against the San Francisco 49ers. Think about that for a second. West Coast, Monday night football, and then you got to travel home after playing the 49ers on a short week and get ready to play the Dolphins. That is an element of this stretch run that I don't know how much has or has not been discussed elsewhere because I'm not really in the weeds with it where everybody's at looking at the big picture. But that's a big deal. That's a big hurdle for Baltimore. Because all that's going to get talked up is that's a, a primetime spotlight showcase against two teams, that, and that's a Christmas Day game for Monday Night Football. Who knows, might be a Super Bowl preview. You've seen San Francisco when they're healthy. They've waxed the best teams on the schedule that they played. They waxed Philly last week. They waxed Dallas earlier in the season. And they waxed Philly in Philly. And the game that San Francisco has in between this week's game against Seattle and that Monday night football game is Arizona, who's 3-10. and 10. And then they finish with soft teams in Washington and the Rams as a 500 football team. There's a pretty decent chance Baltimore gets knocked around and that game has some guys bumped up. And you'll play a physical team in the Jets and you know you never want to assume injuries or anything like that. But the short week, West Coast travel dynamic, that's tough. That is tough. You're taking a red-eye flight home. That's Monday. So now you're into Tuesday. It's a big advantage for Miami. So I say all that to also say, you know, you're, you're rooting for Baltimore to win this week, but you know, you got San Francisco coming up and then you also have your own head to head matchup. And then when you're going to have a rest advantage in that game. So I'm a little less pressed about Rams. You, you can forget Kansas city, you know, maybe they drop a game, but they go new England Raiders. Bengals in Arrowhead with Jake Browning and then Chargers to finish the season. They either need to lay an egg or they're going to lose this week to Buffalo. So I get it if you want to root for the Bills for that perspective. It just wouldn't be me. Because you can live in a world where your AFC quarterback playoff field could be Tua Tungvaloa, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Gardner Minshew, Joe Burrow, or not Joe Burrow, Joe Flacco. And you could get Russell Wilson in there. You could potentially get Kenny Pickett in there, slash Mitchell Trubisky. I don't expect that to happen for Pittsburgh. CJ Stroud. 
you could give me that field and feel really good that if Miami has a couple of home games dialed up, you get the one or the two seed, even if you only get the two seed, you're going to have an opportunity to make a playoff run, which is what we are all hoping for this football team. So that's my two cents. There's uh, six wins and six losses to be handed out between all of these teams ranked between five and 11. Some of those opportunities come this week. Most of them do not. So if you're rooting for the chaos, root for the teams in the wild card field to collect their wins now. And we'll go from there. Kyle Krabs, your episode of Locked On Dolphins in the books. I appreciate you guys checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday to preview the game plan to beat the Tennessee Titans and give you a final score prediction ahead of Monday Night Football. Fins up.